What is this? Give me that! We don't need one of these! You are listening to Lawson and Amy. Unscripted. Good morning, Casey! We are back in the... Okay, that's enough, Amy. You are listening to Lawson and Amy. Unscripted. We are back for all of you that are thinking that's probably the best intro you've ever heard. You are correct. Uh, we forgot the connection piece so that we could play our intro. Uh, so we decided we'd do it live. Acapella, you are welcome. Yes. I feel like I'm in the Pitch Perfect soundtrack now. Pitch Perfect 4, here we come. That's it. Welcome back, Amy. Well, I mean, I was the one who went away, but hello. Hello, I've missed you. Oh, stop it. How was Bali? Um, look, it's been better. I got sick for literally half of the time I was there. Spent it in bed. Didn't see anything. Nothing. Quick question. Yes. Do they not have shirts in Bali? <laughs> I know. What? It's early in the morning for an attack, don't you think? I've been waiting three weeks oh. for this dig. Oh, yeah, you've just been... Wor- I think this is comedy gold, I'm just saying. For those of you who do not follow Lawson on Instagram, every single picture that you posted from Bali, you did not have a shirt on. And I was just thinking, somebody get this man a Bing Tang singlet or something. That- Clearly, Bali is going through a crisis and they have no shirts. That is a lie. One of the pictures, I am wearing a party shirt... And it's unbuttoned. (laughs) But it is, yes, you are correct. It is unbuttoned. Well, you know, when in Rome, I was trying to get a tan. That didn't go to plan. Yeah, I can see that. Rude. Wow, you're just full of attacks (laughs) this morning. But, Amy, I think we need to touch on something quite important, actually, because... Important and shocking. Yeah, I was just... Yeah, shocking. (laughs) Something incredible has happened. We are nominated for... An award! This radio show is nominated for an award. Not just any award. Oh, I know. The category. I couldn't believe it. I could not. Best show. Best show. Uh, Coming from uh, two people who just live on air did their own intro. With their mouths. With their mouths. (laughs) Yep, yep. That's... uh, Look, I don't know what our chances are like, but it's... It's nice to be nominated, isn't I'm it? I'm really, really honoured, considering we've only been doing this for a year and we both kind of fell into radio. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's really lovely. As I said, shocking. Mm. I'm very surprised. But you know what? I think we don't give ourselves enough credit. I think that we do have a good show. Well, I've got a speech written anyway for my acceptance. Yeah, so... like a 30-minute speech. <laughs> it's quite long, but, you know, people should listen. Yeah, we'll come back on air and just do an acceptance yeah. speech for everyone. No, I have a confession. Yeah. While you were away, it was essentially a month that we've had off. Yeah, a long so, time. You know what? I hope I hope you all missed us as much as we missed you. I listened to our podcast. While, 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 uh... while we were away, I went back and listened to old episodes. I actually really enjoy listening to our show. I think that we are entertaining. I'm going to toot my own horn here. A beep beep. Is that a little up yourself, though? Like, going back... I'm... And a little biased, do you think? Because biased, maybe. But that's the thing is, I don't know. I have fun when I'm in here. I mm. hope you're having fun too. So uh, I do enjoy 
listening to the show. True. I guess when I listen back, I am smiling, but are others? That is the question. Slightly narcissistic. Yeah, just a little bit. Well, enough about that, Amy. Let's get on with the show. You are listening to Lawson and Amy. Unscripted. It is finally the acceptable time to celebrate Christmas. Is Lawson. It, is it though? Isn't that December 25th? Is that, isn't that the acceptable time to celebrate no, Christmas? No, 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 no. Like, you want to get in the Christmas spirit. Do you you want to get your decorations. You want to listen to the Christmas carols. December is the time for this. Okay. And I've been waiting for you to come back. <laughs> Because I've been wanting to rant about something. I did actually rant about it with Billy on air while I was doing the show. Well, you were away. Because I'd like to mention, Lawson got to go attempt to get a tan in Bali, have a wonderful holiday. I was still doing 5am starts and coming in and doing the show. <laughs> so, uh, you're welcome. Yes, thank you very much for holding down the thought. And a big thank you to Billy, too, for coming in and being your co-host. Yes, yes. It was a lot of fun. As much as I did miss you. It was fun being able to bounce off someone else for a change. Now, give me your rant, Amy. Let me hear it. My rant. Okay, I'm stepping up onto my soapbox. Mm -hmm. November is not the time to celebrate Christmas. I don't know why. This year, it's been more prominent than ever. November 1st, people are like, Christmas carols. It's Christmas season. No. 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 Well, I guess the... The stores were kind of guilty for that because as soon as Halloween was done, the very next day Christmas items were up. So are they kind of they're kind of saying it's okay to celebrate it early? Yeah, the stores always do that. But firstly, I'm I'm shocked. You're I very... did not see you taking the other side. No, I thought that I could confide in you and we could complain together. What is happening? No, I'm trying to see the other side. It's very grinchy of you, Amy. You're being very grinchy right now. I don't, you know. I know. And I thought I could rely on my fellow Grinch to understand me right now. Well, Luke, to be fair, I would say the start of December is also probably too early for me. Yes, but it's acceptable. You know, it's the time it that you put your is. Christmas yep. tree up. December 1st, like that's the is, tradition. Is your Christmas tree up? No, not yet. No, I don't. Last The last two years, my Christmas tree was one of those LED Christmas trees like you buy from. It is the saddest thing you will ever see. You can guess where I got it from. Oh, I know where you got it oh, from. Yeah. It's from the mart. It's yeah. probably like, would you say like 20 centimetres high? Yeah, yeah, about 20 centimetres high. It's just an LED light that I just put on a... Like <laughs> the outline of a Christmas yep, tree. Yeah, the outline of a Christmas tree, yeah. I found someone online who is my hero. Honestly, mm. I'm thinking this is where I'm going to go with the Christmas tree route this year. She made a Christmas tree out of her dirty washing. There out of her... A pile of dirty laundry that she turned into a Christmas tree, and I'm thinking that's very on brand for me. It is very... And I feel like you could probably do that quite easily at your house. Yes, I have a very big pile of dirty washing just ready. I'm just interested. Is it just a mound? Like, is it just a mountain of clothes and she's just being really lazy, using a terrible excuse and saying, oh, that's a Christmas tree? Or does it have the shape of the tree where, the, like, does it go in at the sides and then back out? No, it's just a mound. I'm it, not... is, it is her being lazy and that is why she's my hero. I would be a lot more appreciative. If it was wrapped in tinsel, maybe she just chucked some Christmas lights on it. Can we rewind yeah. two minutes ago when you were literally saying that your Christmas tree is a light that you plug in? Do you put tinsel or baubles or stars on your LED Christmas tree? I'm glad you asked because... Oh! Oh! At the same time that I bought the 
LED Christmas tree shape, I also bought an LED star shape. So I put it on my bedside table, but I put the the tree in down a level and the light sits perfectly behind it on top. So it looks like there is a star on the tree. So in your face, Amy, take that. I'll, I'll take that. I was, I've been burned. But no, can we go back to just ranting <laughs> yes. about people that play Christmas carols in November? As mm. someone who has worked in retail, nothing triggers me more than Christmas carols in November. Because as you pointed out, this store starts celebrating Christmas. Mm. In November, True. and if you work in retail, you are listening to these same Christmas carols on a loop. Sometimes in a shift, you'll listen to the Golden Ring song three times. Don't even know what that and is. And they're not, you know, the one that's like five turtle doves, two. Oh yeah, Christmas that baubles and a partridge in a pear tree. tree. And they're yeah. not good renditions. They're not like the nice ones no. covered by celebrities no. that are fun. No, they're terrible off-brand Christmas carols. Choirs. And you are listening to them on repeat for mm. six weeks and nothing hurts your soul more than that. Yeah, that that I really couldn't get around. You know, I don't really go to the shops often. And I when I do my shopping for Christmas, I do it pretty quickly. So I probably have to experience the carols once. And that's too many. So I really feel for retail. If you're in retail, good luck this holiday season. We will be thinking of you. Hey, we feel your pain. And just quickly, if you're not in retail, just give the people in retail a little bit of slack. Cut them some slack. Be kind this Christmas. How about that? Show a little Christmas cheer. I'm, once again, shook. Who am I? This is coming from the Grinch people. Who Am I? I'm a different person. I'm back from Bali. I'm spiritual now. I'm Who different. are you? What did you do with Lawson? You are listening to Lawson and Amy. Unscripted. I was at the petrol station and someone did something that really grounds my gears. Okay, just before you go into this, we have swapped roles right now. I think you need a holiday because... So far, the topics that we've spoken about, just you venting, aggressive, very off-brand for you. Are you okay? I am okay. It's okay. very important to ask your friends that I appreciate it, but you're right. I do need a holiday. Yes. Okay, go on. Hit me with it. So, when you pull up to the petrol station, mm. obviously, either side, there's a petrol thingy. Mm. You know what I mean? Technical term. Good, yes. Technical term. And normally... There's a car on either side. There's two spaces for cars. The other day I was at a petrol station and this person pulls up to the pump in the middle. Oh, I I see what you're saying. I imagine when you're talking about having the pump in the middle and a car either side, but you're talking about... There's pumps either side and, the car and two is in cars. The middle. Yes, yeah. So, so, so four cars could fit in there, but nobody can fit past him because he's right in the middle. There's of There's this one person hogging all of the four, and I'm like, I, what? Yeah, this is a douchebag move. This is a douchebag move, and it, this person didn't even have that much of a fancy car because I would, I wouldn't accept it. But I would kind of understand the logic if you had a really fancy car and you're like, I don't want to scratch my baby, mate. Your car isn't that fancy. And I was even shocked that the petrol pump reach. would even reach. It was like fully extended. I'm just staring at this person. I'm like, you are the worst. Please tell me you gave that person a honk. 
No. No honk? I'm, no. Plus, also, I'm pretty sure I'm, you have a real... like, in face-to-face proximity with this person. It's not like when you're road raging and you're in your safe little bubble and you honk someone and then you can drive away. You're like, ha-ha. No, surely you're still there. You give the honk, then you throw the two hands up and a little shoulder shrug like, what the hell, mate? But I'm at my car filling it up with oh, petrol. Okay. I'm at a pump. I'm yeah, fine. Yeah. He's not holding it up for me, but I'm just staring at it and being like... How can someone lack that much self-awareness that that is just a straight-up douche mm. move? It de- yeah, it definitely is. While we're on petrol stations, uh, do you are you the type of person who will fill their car up, drive forward into a car park, and then pay, or <gasps> or are you do you go especially when it's busy? Do you leave the car parked where it is? Go in. Could you get in the line and pay? I've never done that ever in my life. I'm learning that I am a terrible person. What, you've never driven forward into a car park to pay so the person behind you can no. k- start filling up? That's so smart. What? No. Okay, so so somebody's doing right now, if they had a radio station, they'd be venting about you. I mean, it's not as bad as parking in the middle and taking up all the space, but that is just, you know, the nice thing to do. When it's busy, of course, you drive forward and out so someone can get started. Once again, Lawson coming through with the little tips of being kind. For those of you who are like me and were not aware that that was an option, drive forward into a car park to pay when it's really busy. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But there's a huge argument about that. Some people think no, but the person at the cash register can see you. Just, they just the next car filling up at your station can. S- can they can see the one before that, so you can still pay while that person's filling up. It doesn't have to be like people. I think think I'm rambling. You are yeah. rambling. Welcome back, Lawson. Welcome back. You are listening to Lawson and Amy Unscripted. And our longtime listeners will know we love a good conspiracy. Mm, we're all about them. All about it. And there's recently been one that has surfaced that I find quite amusing. And it is the fact that Greta Thunberg... Am I saying that right? Thunberg? You're, you, you're asking the wrong person. I think I'm actually right for okay. a change. That's strange. I'm going to back myself yeah, do on this. It. Greta Thunberg is apparently a time traveller. Yes, I heard about this. I found like a old picture. What is it? 120 years or something? Yes, so the picture was taken in 1898. Professionals Ooh. believe... And there is a f- girl in the photo that looks a lot like Greta Thunberg. Very, like, almost almost identical. I've got the pictures up here. I'm just having a look. They they do look very similar. But then at the same time, it is just kind of a young girl with a baby face who hmm. doesn't have makeup on. So the logical side of my brain is like, well, she's definitely not a time traveler. But I want to believe that she's a time traveller because it would make sense. Would it? I'm, I'm interested. Go she's on. She's incredibly intelligent for mm-hmm. her age. That's true. So if she was actually 120 years old, even older most likely if she was a time traveller, that would make sense. And I would like to think that all of these boomers who dismiss her, if we could just convince them <laughs> that she's like this all-powerful time-traveling being, yeah. the world would be a lot better place. Look, if they're not believing in climate change, they're not going to believe in time travel. I can guarantee. I don't know if they 
can deny that climate change is a thing. I'm guessing they're not the most intelligent humans. So I'm really throwing shade here. Shots fired. Really throwing shade. Yep. I don't know. Well, look, more so than her, I I would like to think that Matt Groening uh, from The Simpsons is a time traveler. <gasps> we didn't we're, plan on talking no, about this, but and can we please talk about this? Because this is so fascinating. Not one, not two, not five. There's like 10 things that The Simpsons have. Maybe I'll post them all onto the Instagram predicted. page. And we'll, we'll hold on to it for another time. My favorite one, though, or the one that blew my mind is Donald Trump coming down the escalator and the hand motions that the version of Trump did in The Simpsons years prior matched exactly what he did. Like, my little brain imploded. Even, like, I mean, I guess it kind of relates to Greta. Uh, The picture of Trump and Lisa, and Lisa's, like, scowling at him from across, and then the exact... Same picture, but real life with Greta being the Lisa character, who she is a, a lot like Lisa, staring at Trump, scowling. I, oh, it's, it's insane. Oh, it no, honestly is insane. So, so what we've confirmed by today, time travelers are a thing. Was that? Yeah, well, look, Definitely. We, we, there has to be something going on there. If, if, time, if time travel existed, or if time travel was going to be created in the future, well, then it already exists. That just broke my brain. Like, because if you're going back... Yeah, look, I don't want to... There has to be something going on with the Simpson thing. Like, it can't be a coincidence. There is something strange maybe, going on there I'll that try to think we about, do not know. Maybe they create a story and it wills it to happen. Perhaps. So yeah. is he God? No, I'm not saying God, <laughs> but he puts out something, creates an idea, and then, and then people fight. It's like when you're shopping for a car and... Once you choose a car, you see that car on the road everywhere because you're looking for it. Okay. Like they're just creating stories and there's so many Simpsons stories that one or two scenes are going to have to match. Yeah, but it's really... No, Look, but it's right, like okay. the things like the I Trump know, thing where I it's know. the hand motions no, they're, they're, match they're, identically. Like if you yeah. watch the video mm-hmm. of Trump and then the cartoon, like you can't, it just, it can't. Look, <sighs> we will we'll come t- back yeah, to this. We'll touch we need base to on talk it, about definitely. this. You are listening to Lawson and Amy Unscripted. In that break, I went and just did a quick Google search of all of the times The Simpsons predicted the future. I found a list of 18, and I'm dying to talk about it, but we are going to do it next episode. Lawson is being a smart professional and told me I need to do my research. I can't just impulsively talk about topics, which... I mean, it is called unscripted, unscripted. but... It's what we do. I feel like that could be a good topic, and let's put some effort in. It's worth doing the research into, because it's... Hey, look, one... We're doing some investigative... Investigative... Wow. Investigative journalism? Investigative, I don't think it's a word. Investigative? Investigative. Investigative is not it. <laughs> We're doing some investigative, investigative journalism. journalism. That's what I want. So we need to get the hard facts. We need to figure out what exactly is happening there. Because as I said, there has to be something beyond the human capabilities. One, there. maybe two, coincidence. But just another example that I want to provide. We spoke about the Donald Trump thing. They've did a lot of political things. There's a lot of political future things this is why we okay need a plan. Yeah, see, <laughs> can you see why i said 
Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. So you can you can agree why I think we should maybe research that one? Yeah, maybe. Okay, Maybe good. I can see where you're coming good. from. Another prediction was the massive plot twist at the end of Game of Thrones. They got that two years in advance. Two, yeah, right. Well, don't give it away what the plot I feel like is. most people know. I didn't even watch Game of Thrones. You don't watch Game of Thrones. So I'm finding and I it know very, what happened. I find it very, you know, a little rich that you're giving a Game of Thrones thing when you haven't even put the time in to appreciate Game of Thrones as the piece of art that it is. I do have a confession, though. Yes. I decided, after listening to an interview with Amelia Clark. No, stop. It took you an interview with Amelia Clark, not listening to your best mate, excellent radio host, pal, to tell you to do it. You had to listen to her. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I don't think you can get caught up on that because it's no, an no. actress talking about her work and talking about the character in depth as opposed to you being like, you should really watch this. Yeah, I'm just In jump- amongst many of these other shows that I also recommend. I'm just... Jumping on anything I can to attack you. Yeah, I know. You can tell we've really missed each other. Yeah. <laughs> Friendly reminder: we do, we do like. Yeah, each other. we're friends. We're friends. We are friends. Yes. So I couldn't find anywhere to stream Game of Thrones. So me being the intelligent being that I am, mm. it's like surely someone's just put it on YouTube, right? Mm. So I searched in Game of Thrones episode one. This is quite late at night. Is in my defense, and. Lo and behold, someone... Popped up. Something popped up. I thought, perfect, I nailed it. It's definitely there. And then it was like an hour and 20 minutes long. Well, oh yeah, okay. I mean, I think they're about 50 minutes. An hour and 20 seems Well, as someone who's never watched it, I didn't recognize that that wasn't right. I'm going to say three quarters of the way in. That's a far way. I realized this was not episode one. This was a compilation of every single scene that had Daenerys in it. So right. I just watched like all of season one's oh. plot, but just for that so, one character. So just for season one, they didn't. It wasn't like her whole for all through the whole season. All I this. could have kept going and watched the whole entire however many seasons. How there are. on earth did you think that the first episode was? But like when you actually watch, you're going to realize how silly you are because. There are so, if you haven't already, there are so many characters in that show. And in one episode, you literally could watch 10 different storylines in the one episode. And you like, hmm, this one character is getting a lot of airtime. But let's be real. Of all of the characters, Daenerys is the one that people talk about the most. So I was like, yeah, it makes sense for her to be getting so much I screen time. I don't know about that. You're all, you know, Jon Snow is... Um, Who? I don't know anything about oh. him. He did not exist in the realm that I was living in. Oh, wow. Okay. I was just hanging out with the... um. What are they called? The Dothraki. Dothrakians. <sighs> I was just oh. in Dothraki land. You've... Oh, man, it frustrates me. Listen, I've got them on my hard drive. I will... Lend you the season. Thank you. You are a worry, I'm telling you. You are listening to Lawson and Amy. Unscripted. I thought, Amy, that there may potentially be a couple of uh, parents listening to the show, or perhaps uh, parents who maybe catch the podcast, because we do turn this show into a podcast if you aren't listening live you can always listen anywhere you like at any time where wherever you get your podcast so that is spotify apple pods 
We're on Casey Radio's website, Listen Later. And we also are on SoundCloud. Good job. Uh, so There's a lot of things. Yes. I have a couple of hacks. First one... Parenting hacks. Yeah, pa- yeah, yeah parenting hacks. And I just want to like preface this by saying I don't have any kids. I've got hacks. I've got plenty of those. But kids don't have any. Don't plan on having any. Uh, Quite frankly, at the moment, neither of us should be trusted with children. Yeah. I could hold a child, right? Uh, you know, my my dad, uh, sorry, my brothers have kids, but don't very, trust us to keep them yeah, alive. Yeah, very likely take it off me after a little while. I'm I'm not that uh, good, but I do have some hacks for you. So listen up. <laughs> During the Christmas time, it can be very full on, especially if you're going shopping with your little ones. There are a lot of Christmas distractions presents and a lot of toys out and about in really prime locations so your kids at their level too can see them and beg you for them now obviously you say no and then a meltdown can usually occur there is a genius hack that a lady online has come up with and it's quite simple actually all she did Wednesday went around and the, the, her daughter would run and pick something up and say, I want this, I want this, I want this. She just suggested, oh, great, we'll take a photo of you with the toy so that we can send it to Santa. Got about 30 photos in the phone, but not one hissy fit because she's not saying, no, you can't have that. You know, it's an exciting photo taken with the present. Later, forgotten all about it. Forgot all about all those gifts. That is pretty clever. But what if they don't forget and Christmas rolls around and then the meltdown ensues because Santa didn't get all the things that I said I wanted? Well, okay. So the hack is, uh, you're putting me on the spot here, but the hack is about not having meltdowns in public spaces when you just want to get what you need done and then go home. Christmas shopping is already stressful enough. You don't need to also be dealing with an extreme toddler. True. That is actually, it is really good advice. It's good that it's coming from someone who is a professional child raiser and not us. Because you know what I would do if Mm. I was a parent in that situation? I would lay down on the ground and I would have a meltdown and I would kick and scream. That could... I mean, it probably shows your child that that's an appropriate thing to do and reinforces that for them. So probably not the best (laughs) idea. But also, if your child is at Christmas, maybe they might get one of those things from from Santa. Santa might bring one. If they're upset they didn't get all of those things, then there's a real lesson there to teach your child too about, you know being lucky and counting the blessings that you have and that a lot of children didn't get anything and whatnot. So that's a completely different thing. This is just about when you're in in the supermarket, take a photo of the thing, tell it you'll send it to Santa. That is solid advice. Have you got some more Christmas hacks for us? Yes, I do have one more. Obviously, Santa has a naughty and a nice list. And coming into Christmas, your kids are very aware of being naughty and nice. So... If your child is uh, acting out, being maybe a little bit bratty, then I have the perfect solution for you. And uh, that is a, a phone line that you can call that goes straight to Santa's hotline so that you can uh, let him know about the very naughty child that you have. Make sure, obviously, to put it on loudspeakers so that your child can hear you speaking. So if you call, it'll be like, hello and welcome to Santa's hotline. Yeah, well, to be honest, I haven't 
called it. We should call it on air. Okay, I was just all right. We'll come back from the break, and we'll give it a quick call. You are listening to Lawson and Amy Unscripted. We have just decided to impromptu ring up the Santa hotline. Threat line. Threat line. Yes. That sounds terrifying, well, but that's the point. That is the point. Previously, we were giving parenting advice that we're definitely not qualified to give. There's not much that we are qualified for. No, not at all. So this is a threat line that you can call when your children are being little demon spawn. And if you put it on loudspeaker, this is what you're going to hear. <laughs> Thank you for calling the I'm Telling Santa hotline. If you want to let me know about a child who's been naughty this Christmas, please tell me their name, suburb, and what's made them so naughty after the beep. Uh, so again, Santa threat line, one 800 Double three. Speaking of the naughty and nice list, I've found a Christmas present that is for people on the naughty list, but not children. No, no, no. If you have someone in your life who you really don't like, tune in after this break and we're going to tell you exactly what you need to get them this Christmas. You are listening to Lawson and Amy. Unscripted. Before the break, I mentioned that I have found the absolute worst Christmas present possible. Can I guess? Yes. Is it a lump of coal? Because there is now a thing where you can send a lump of coal to someone as a gift. Isn't it like a lump of coal that's like soap? Oh, I don't know. That's also a thing. Okay. It's it's very overdone. Well, is it that? (laughs) But no, that's basic. Do you think I'm coming in here with basic things? Well, yeah. (laughs) Do you want me to answer? No, let's just move on. Yeah. So I need a preface. I said that this is for someone in your life that Mm. you really don't like. Mm. It's not actually for them, though. Oh, okay. This is only going to work if this person has a child. Mm. And what you're going to do is you're going to gift this to their child and ruin their life. With that information, do you have any other guesses? Um, no, I don't. I don't. I'm not. So, it is a recorder, which generally is the bane of many Mm. parents' existences, but it gets better. It comes with a frozen songbook. That's, that's good, because... It's diabolical. I guess it's kind of better than my parents had to deal with listening to me just play hot cross buns over and over again. One a penny, two a penny, hot cross buns. We did a song in a, one of our concerts, and I can still remember the, the note pattern to mm. this day. It's ingrained in my brain. Mm. G, 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 A, B... This is riveting radio with (laughs) lots of Amy. Wow, I really wish I could get those seconds back, I'm telling you. (laughs) I only played two songs, that and the start of the Titanic song. 
That's actually impressive. Yeah, uh, but that's... I'm that's... thinking that maybe I was in, like, the least advanced mm. recorded Does group. not surprise me whatsoever, Amy. But this is actually a really good idea, and to an extent, I've done it before, but not to someone I didn't like. I kind of just did it because I thought it would be super funny, and it was. I... I uh, I bought uh, one of my friends who has a child who loves Frozen. Bought her the child a uh, Frozen wand with a ball on the top that has like snow and stuff in it, and a button on the side that plays the chorus of "Let It Go" over and over again. And in about February, I got a message from her just absolutely loathing me. I was going to say, is this person still your friend? Still here. Yeah, still friends. I just thought it was a very funny... It is. If you want to annoy a friend or defeat an enemy, give their child something musically inclined. Preferably Frozen. Yeah, Frozen's good. Or even just like a tambourine, maracas... Something that makes a noise that is going to really get right deep down into your heart and your brain and just destroy you. Do you know what another good one is? Yeah. Legos. Legos are good too because they will literally destroy you. You ever stepped on a Lego? Yeah, if you step on them. But Lego is also kind of like, there's the really advanced ones Mm. that are on par with Ikea furniture. Mm. And they gift them to the child, but the child isn't building them. They're just sitting there commanding that parent to build it and build it now, daddy. No, but I... I'm thinking of Veruca Salt. That is what I'm attempting to do. But I kind of feel like it depends on the adult because sometimes the the kid's more like, daddy, I want to build it. I want to build it. And the dad's like, or the mom, no, 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 let me, you know, you don't want to do this. This is the boring bit. Once it's it's built, you can play with it. You know, that one's a tough one. You got to really be selective with who you're trying to bring down with the Legos. But Frozen, you can't go wrong. No, yeah, no, nobody wants a Frozen musical inclined toy as an adult. So there you go, guys. That is what you need to get your enemies this Christmas to win. If you want to win Christmas, that is how you do it. Because like, that's what Christmas is about, winning. Yeah, Christmas is about winning. And ruining your enemies. No, that's, those are the two main points of Christmas, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. We're not celebrating anything else. I don't know, let me quick think. No, yep, that's it. Yeah. Defeating enemies and winning. You are listening to Lawson and Amy. Unscripted. I love Christmas. It's the greatest tell your face that <laughs> um advent calendars it is time to whip them out it's time december 1st i mean i remember as a kid you they were bought early and then it was very exciting to open them the problem is when you grow up with five boys there aren't that many that you get to open and eat do you have to share one between the five of yeah them? you had to take turns of whose turn it was to wow. open it so I mean, I can't judge. It's hard to raise a family, and funds are hard this time of year. Yeah, definitely. What kind of advent calendar? Do you do advent calendars? Yes, I still do them. Yes, good. Although I have a confession. Well, you finish your point first, and then I I need to get something off my chest. What kind of advent calendar user are you? Because it's been brought to my attention just recently that there are, well, two main ways that you use it. One is you start... At number one on December 1st, and each day that correlates with the number, you open that one, get the chocolate, read whatever's behind it, or see the little picture, or whatever it is. Might be a beer calendar. doesn't really matter. The other way, apparently, is people start at 25, 
and then count down like it's a countdown clock to one. That makes more sense. No, it doesn't. How does oh. that? Oh. How does that make more sense than opening each one on the number that correlates with the date that you open it? Opening number twenty-five on the twenty-fifth of Christmas. And also, we read a book top left and go across and then down. You don't start down the bottom right and then. I guess it's not called a countdown. It's called an advent calendar, calendar, and your argument is valid. And I do it the same way that I'm guessing you're doing it, which is 1 through to 25. Mm-hmm. But I kind of like the idea of counting down to Christmas better. I think after this chat, I'm going to convert myself to one of those people. Well, you mean so like you're going to remember it and do it next year? Yes. What did you have to confess? See, you already know what I'm about to say, because I, I told you this. I bought myself an advent calendar Nice and early. I got myself a gummy lolly one this year. In hindsight, poor choice. Bad choice. What type of gummy? Trolley lollies. Yeah, and were they like... They were bad gummies, but I didn't know that at the time. So not like the good ones, like the pizza or the hamburger. Well, that's what I thought it would be, but no, it's very poor, low quality lollies and I'm very upset about it. The good thing is, Mm -hmm. I didn't wait till December to find out. I I may have eaten all of the lollies before it actually got to December. And I'm glad I did, because if that was my actual advent calendar this year, I would be really disappointed by it. Out of of interest, what did you pay for the advent calendar? I don't remember. This is what happens to me. I see it. I want it. I'm around a grande all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. No, I see it. I want it. I black out. I put it in my thing. I check out. I don't, I don't think about the money side of things. I just, I want it. It's mine. Thank you. Well, my question is, why did you just not buy a bag of gummy lollies? Like you bought it. Because I thought it would be something different. And I liked, I wanted an advent calendar and I was like, cool, that's, it's different. But you didn't use it as an advent calendar. You used it as a very outrageous bag of lollies. Very overpriced. Uh, overpriced and inconvenient because each lolly is individually wrapped behind a barn door. Yeah, I just ripped the whole face off. So you basically just <laughs> ate a bag of lollies open. I was having a moment of weakness, okay? Oh, really? Yeah, just one? So, so such a surprise. So now what? You have to buy a new advent? I was planning on it, but then I left to the last minute and now they're nowhere, so now I have none. Surely the Mart has one. It has to. Most likely, but now it's too late. It's I'm it's, in December now. It's never too late. You literally ate them all in November. That's too early. Now, when you when you buy it, it's what? What's the date today? The third. So buy one and eat three on the first day, and then eat one every time after that. Well, what? This seems just simple logic, Amy. Okay. Anyway, look. If you're like Amy and you eat all of the chocolates. Before Chris, before December even starts, then give us a call. Make her feel better about herself. Five double nine double six nine double seven. Give us a call. And if you do it a completely different way to the three ways that we've just discussed, love to hear from you as well. Yeah, let us know on what side of the fence do you sit. Are you a count down or a count up? You are listening to Lawson and Amy. Unscripted. Amy, I wanted to tell you a story uh, that it's maybe a couple of weeks old, but I haven't been here, and I really think you're going to appreciate this story. Okay. That's about someone you don't know too much about, you have admitted uh, previously on the show, uh, Israel Folau, who is a Wallabies, uh, was a Wallabies To player. my understanding, he's a phobo- phobophobic. 
No, well, homophobic he's, douchebag. Well, well, whoa, throwing shots. Well, he he's a Christian who has said some very questionable things about okay. uh, the community, LGBTQIA community. Uh, and one of his most recent things, obviously, that he said was uh, he claimed that the bushfires and the drought are God's punishment for same-sex marriage. Yeah. So with that information, I'm going to stand by what I just okay. said. Well, so this is the great thing that's come out of this. He, Him and his wife went uh, to a restaurant to have dinner, unbeknownst to them that the owners of that restaurant was a lovely lesbian family. Now, they uh, didn't kicked them out, they decided to serve them to because they felt like that was going to make a better point to treat them like everyone else. But what they did not tell the Falaus was that their entire uh, meal, the entire amount of money that they spent on their food was donated to a, a, an LGBTQ group called Rainbow Youth uh, that help uh, young people who obviously are struggling or what not an organization that embraces diversity and offers support for young and vulnerable people in the rainbow community yes because people in that community have a lot more struggles when it comes to mental health and stuff it's a lot more prominent in their community oh most definitely so the thing that i love about it is that they donated all this money to them. Like, they helped out That's unwillingly. amazing. So does this restaurant, is that what they do normally? Like No, 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 no. They just no. chose to do this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Took, amazing. Yeah, I thought you'd like that. Took all the, they, so they basically fed the Falaus for free, and uh, the Falaus donated to a worthy cause. <laughs> that makes me incredibly happy. You are listening to Lawson and Amy Unscripted. We are going to be talking about cows. Knock, knock. Who's there? Interrupting cow. Interrupting cow. Quality, quality. Okay, go on, go on. So, fun fact. A stressed cow doesn't produce as much milk, which is a logical thing. So, many farmers have tried many different things to relax them, brushing them. Caressing their faces gently, probably not, but that's what I would do. Classical music? Classical music. This farmer has gone above and beyond, and quite frankly, he is my hero. It's good, isn't it? It's so funny. Please, please tell the people what we are on about. Uh, A farmer in Russia has tried out putting VR goggles on his cows. Obviously not human ones. They're shaped for a cow. Who makes cow VR goggles? Where do you buy them? Well, I think they might be doing a study on it. So he's kind of, I think they were designed especially for it. Uh, Because uh, cows don't see like humans do, have a different vision spectrum. uh, And they see shades of red as part of the spectrum more strongly than green and blue. So that's just sort of be altered. They've placed them into a stress-free paddock. Oh, so they're using VR goggles to make the cow look like they're in a paddock. Yes, yeah. That's why it took me a second to logically what did you, Wait, what do you process. think? Like they were get, playing I thought they were like, yeah, they put them in a... Yeah. They're like, oh, they put the cows in a paddock. I was like, and what are they looking at on the goggles? Like, no <sighs> shit, the cow's in a paddock. Well, no, I mean, paddock... Like, what did you think that they were, like, shooting zombies or, like, playing an actual game? I would think that they would put them on a beach. 
But cows, I feel like you might be... Stri- or like a, a tropical rainforest. But cows aren't used to that. If you put them in a tropical rainforest, they're probably going to freak but out. if you're going to all of this effort to make this equipment, why don't you just put them in an actual peaceful paddock? That seems a lot cheaper and a lot easier to me. To be fair, it probably isn't as cheap. It's kind of... Now that we're delving into it a little bit... A little sad, I guess, because does it mean now, like, they're not standing in a paddock and there's just a bunch of cows standing in, like, a dairy barn side by side in, like, a virtual paddock? Yeah, the more we think about this, the more sadder it's, that it actually seems. Yeah, it really does. It, it, it really, because, like, why do you need the, if, you, if it's so bad, you make a good point. Why don't you put it on a beach or thing? Because you feel like they should already be in a paddock like that's where a cow belongs but in russia maybe that they don't they aren't wow it really did it's okay i can fix it what with i have a cute picture that i want to show you this is where i essentially hijack a topic oh with with imagery with imagery on radio this is jill look at jill lawson i see he's a squirrel or she is a squirrel squirrel. holding a tiny teddy bear yes Jill is a squirrel that was rescued from Hurricane Isaac and she can't sleep without her teddy bear. You know what you've just done? What? You've basically just done the news where for the whole half hour, they tell you all the horrible, terrible things going on in the world. And then right at the end, they're like, but this is a cute picture of a squirrel holding a teddy bear. So don't worry about all the heinous, horrible crimes in the world. Just remember this squirrel. And that's how we're rounding out our show. We are done. Thank you guys so much for listening. As always, you can catch up anytime with our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or Casey Radio. Listen later. Lawson, where can they find us on the gram? Lawson and Amy. You can find me at LawsonReeves91. And you can find Amy. Amy Mariah. Yes. Lovely. Thank you very much. Have a wonderful day. Bye.